just be your true, genuine self. Be open, be honest, share. If somebody asks, this isn't a macho match. You know, it's not a keeping up with the Joneses thing. It's a genuinely trying to meet people and network and, like I said, build long-term relationships. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Welcome back, Best Ever listeners. I'm your host, Travis Watts. This is the Actively Passive Investing Show. As always, I appreciate you for being here. And I thought for today's topic, I want to kind of bounce out of multifamily and all the real estate and inflation data and things we've been covering lately on the show. And I want to talk about something else, which is how to network effectively at conferences, whether we're talking about a local real estate meetup group or a nationwide conference, whether you're there as a, a passive investor looking to find deals and find other passives and or actives, or if you're an active syndicator or a GP or an aspiring GP or sponsor, I'm going to cover what I feel are the most critical and important elements to networking at conferences. So long story short, I've attended a ton of conferences over the last seven years or so, both from local to national and even international. And I got to tell you, I've learned a few things. I'm no expert here, but I really want to try to help you out. You've got to attend these events with a game plan. It is totally a failure from the get-go to just show up, not really know what your mission is, what you're doing, what you're hoping to get out of the event, who you're hoping to meet. You will walk away disappointed and or feel ripped off. I have felt that way before, and I want to prevent you from doing the same. So we've got the best ever conference coming up in Denver, Colorado in February. I don't know when this episode's going to air, but hopefully that hasn't already passed. <laughs> so I will be there. I hope you guys will be there. I'd love to meet you face to face. I love meeting fellow Ashcroft Capital investors, other passives. And quite frankly, I found a lot of deals that I invest in today through conferences like the best ever conference. It is a great conference for passives and active. So check it out if you feel like it, but that's not the point here. So let's dive into why I think this is so important as a topic and why I want to share it with you today. As many of you know, my journey in the passive investing space when I started investing in real estate syndications, it actually began with a local real estate meetup group. And I promise you, I wasn't doing all the things I'm going to talk about in this episode today effectively. But I'll tell you what it did do is it allowed me to find two mentors that changed my life. Two mentors, two older gentlemen doing these passive investments. They were limited partners full-time. They were investing in value-add multifamily, private equity, and that was the bulk of what their portfolio was. And it completely shifted my mindset. More than any book had ever done, more than any friend or family member had ever done, these were just folks doing what I didn't even know I really wanted to be doing with my life. So I was able to hop on the bandwagon and drink the Kool-Aid, so to speak. And I've been on that path ever since, but so happy that I made that choice. Haven't looked back. And that's what I'm here to share with you is how life-changing conferences can be and finding mentors and all the rest. So number one thing that I want to talk about is from the macro end of things, you are hopefully looking to build relationships and add value to others as well as receive value from going to these events. But here's my thing. 
you got to play the long game. So let's use an analogy that you're looking to date somebody new. Well, it's probably not best practice to go down on one knee and propose for marriage on the first date, right? So you got to play the long game. <laughs> you're trying to build a friendship. You're trying to build a business partnership. So start slow. Just be open and be honest and be humble and just talk with people and let people talk about themselves, please, for God's sake. That's one thing. I've shared the story before. I was at this conference out in Dallas and here comes this guy. I see him beeline right towards me from across the room. Don't know this guy at all. And he's like, hey, I have a deal. Here's my business card and, and here's a brochure on what our deal is. And then he walks away. It was like the weirdest, most bizarre thing. And let me tell you, completely a waste of his time, a waste of my time. I would never invest in a deal that way. He didn't even know if I was an investor. I could have been an operator myself and had no interest in his deal. It was the craziest thing. I'm sure someone told him who I was or that I was an investor or something. But guys, don't do that. Please don't do that. So let's dive into humility and the honesty approach. I'm quite convinced at this point, this is how I was able to get these two gentlemen I alluded to, to be my mentors in the first place. I was just candid with them. I said, look, I don't have a ton of experience here. I've done a decent amount of active real estate, but what I really like to do is learn how to be more hands-off. And I hear that that's kind of what you guys do. And if you're just willing to share maybe three, four minutes with me, just kind of give me the nutshell of it. This is really the path I believe I need to be on. And here's why. And I just shared a couple bullet points. I said, I'm a very busy W-2 worker. It's really hard for me to scale these single family homes. It's taking all my time away. I said, if I could be in real estate, but not have to be managing my tenants and running around the weekends trying to find new properties and underwrite and show up to closings and make all these decisions, I could really live a more meaningful life, quite frankly. And I was just being humble. I was just being myself. I didn't come in there with the attitude or, hey, I'm a, I'm a big fix and flipper here. You know, I've made tons of money. Who are you? None of that. Let the ego go at the door and come in with just truth, honesty, and what you're looking for. And I think people really pick up on that and resonate with that. So that's always kind of my macro and high level advice is just be your true, genuine self be open, be honest, share. If somebody asks, this isn't a macho match. You know, it's not a keeping up with the Joneses thing. It's a genuinely trying to meet people and network. And like I said, build long-term relationships. We'll get back to the show in a few minutes, but first some sponsors I'm confident you'll get some value in learning more about. I'd like to introduce you to my good friends over at PassiveInvesting.com, a private equity real estate firm based out of the Carolinas. PassiveInvesting.com makes it easy for you to start investing in real estate. They focus on acquiring institutional quality apartments and self-storage facilities with private accredited investor funds. They also have a real estate debt fund that offers hard money loans to local fix and flippers across the U.S., which currently has a 0% default rate. With a portfolio of over $700 million in assets and controlling over $250 million in equity, they know how to secure the best deals and how to avoid the red flags. If you are interested in learning more, please reach out directly to PassiveInvesting.com and request the free Passive Invest investor guide that outlines the seven red flags for passive apartment and self-storage investing. Visit PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags to download that PDF now. That's PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags. Mark your calendars for the best ever conference February 24th through 26th back in person at the Gaylord Rockies Convention Center. Join the experienced community and phenomenal speakers for a weekend of learning the best commercial real estate strategies 
building relationships, and quite frankly, having a lot of fun. As a bonus, once you purchase your ticket, you are put into a mini mastermind group to start making connections with other commercial real estate investors immediately. You can get 15% off right now with the code BEC15 at besteverconference.com. That's the code BEC15 for 15% off at besteverconference.com. Now, let's talk about if you're active, if you're a sponsor or general partner or aspiring to be one. So generally speaking, if you're going to be at a conference, you're either there for educational purposes, finding a business partner, or finding passive investors. And I'd say, based on my own experience, there's a lot of active folks at these conferences looking for passive investors. So here's my advice for you. Again, don't try to close a deal in the first conversation. Don't even talk about a deal in the first conversation. Meet people and ask about them. Make them start talking. Figure out, are they even an investor? Are they an accredited investor? Have they done this kind of investing before? You're just trying to get some answers here and figure out if you're even talking to the right person in the first place. And then what you're really trying to dig at are two things, and it's your choice on what you want to pursue. But generally speaking, people are moving towards pleasure or away from pain. So if you're moving towards pleasure, that has to do with your goals. So ask people about their goals. What are you trying to achieve by investing in multifamily? What's kind of your long-term horizon? Is it cash flow or equity focused? Or do you have kids? Is this part of the whole generational wealth thing? Just tell me a little more about you and what it is you're looking to achieve. These are the kinds of questions you want to probe at. So that's the pleasure side usually. And then if it's a pain point, I just mentioned one of my biggest pain points back in the day, which was lack of time. And you will find among a lot of LP investors, they're doctors, they're dentists, they're lawyers, they're attorneys, they're pro athletes, they're whoever, they're career focused individuals. They are not real estate people, most of them. They're just people that are looking to diversify away from the stock market or participate in real estate because they heard real estate's possibly a great asset to be in. They want to learn more and maybe they just want to park some capital there. And usually they have more money rolling in than what they're needing to live on. So that's kind of the basis of it. You're trying to figure out what pain points are or what pleasures are. And then after maybe two conversations or three, then you can start getting into, well, hey, listen, here's how we can help you with that pain point or moving towards that pleasure. It's because we do this full time. We find deals and we underwrite them and we make them offerings to investors and they produce cash flow. And you told me that you were looking for X amount of passive income per month so that you could send your kids to college, you could retire at age 50, blah, blah, blah. And then you kind of reiterate, so again, you got to take notes and remember this stuff. <laughs> at least write it down. I'm not the best at memory either. I don't know about you. I shouldn't say either. But that's kind of the name of the game is listen first and talk second. Don't jump into a deal. Play the long game and just make it a point to follow up with people. This is what I mean when I say focus on adding value to others. It truly is valuable when somebody listens to you, understands what your pain points are and says, I have a potential solution. I don't know if it's right for you or not, but hear me out. You said A, B, and C. I do A, B, and C. And that seems to be a good fit for what you told me it is you want. So if you want to have a discussion around that, I'd be more than happy to do that for you. 
Just something as simple as that, you guys. Throw in a, a little self-quote. I haven't done that in many episodes. And I do this as a joke, by the way, you guys. I'm not an egotistical person where I think I need to quote myself, but it seems to fit right here. I always say passive income allows you to spend less time on the things you don't like doing and more time on the things you love. That's the basis of it. So think about that when you talk to other people who wouldn't like to spend less time doing things they hate and more time on things they love, right? That's pretty much everybody. So you're trying to figure out what are things you love, what are things you hate, how can I help? It's not about money, it's about time. So let's now talk about quality over quantity. I know a strategy for a lot of folks, especially those that are lead generation oriented, their goal when they go to a conference is just get everybody's business card, right? You'll see these booths and they'll have a raffle giveaway and it's just like, I don't care who you are, I don't care what you do, put your business card right here, we're giving away an iPad. Well, the problem with that is it's a hodgepodge of a mess of nonsense and randomness, right? You don't know who put their card in there, who they really are, what they do. You know nothing about them. So really, you're just throwing away money, in my opinion. I remember talking to Joe Fairless years ago about conferences in general, just kind of as a friendly conversation that I was having with him. And he said, Travis, I would rather walk away from a meetup with one deep-rooted connection, one long-term relationship, one person I could really follow up with, one person I truly understand and could be friends with versus 50 business cards in my pocket. And at first, I was kind of baffled by that. And I thought, man, that kind of seems like a waste of time. What if that one person doesn't end up investing or whatever? But he was 100% right. I can tell you that with certainty at this point. I look back at all the conferences. I kind of blew through and just, hi, I'm Travis. Who are you? Hey, what's your name? Hey, blah, blah. And then I don't remember anybody because it was all shallow. It was all just, oh, you live around here? How's the weather? What do you do? Okay, great. See you later. And I didn't make any deep-rooted connections, and I am very sorry to myself that I didn't do that. So take Joe Fairless's advice and play the long game and make a deep-rooted connection. You never know where they're going to lead, but the probability that that person, even if they don't invest with you or partner with you, they're deep enough of a connection where they might be a referral source for you or say, you know, you ought to meet my friend, blah, blah, blah. They do this and that. You're not going to get those opportunities if you're blowing through a conferences on 60-second conversations with people. So my advice there is stop talking about the weather and start talking about people's goals and interests and pain points if you can manage to do that in a way that's not a turnoff to people. You don't want to just walk around and say, hey, what's your pain points? Hey, what makes you upset? What do you hate in life? <laughs> you know, you got to find a smooth approach to get to it. And sometimes I like to lead with the pleasure aspect and then later get to pain points. One other thing just on a psychology side note is People remember stories more than they remember anything. I could talk to someone at a conference and say, did you know in this market the cap rates are ABC? And did you know the average IRR in multifamily class B is blah, blah, blah in Phoenix, Arizona? They're going to get home and they won't remember crap. I guarantee it. But if I sit with somebody and I tell them a true story of anything, just a deal that I did or how I found a partnership or my personal family or a trip I took, I guarantee you I could call them in two weeks. They will remember that story. So there's a great book out there. It's called Building a Story Brand. It's by Donald Miller. And I recommend everybody read it. Everybody in any element of business or not in business, the fact is 
Human beings resonate with stories. It's an effective way to communicate with people. You will be way more remembered if you're a story brander and not someone saying, here's my card, here's my deal. You want in? That's a bad approach every time, guarantee it. Few additional tips off top of my head here is always, 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 always have business cards with you when you go to a conference. I have made the mistake of forgetting business cards. Many people have, but there's nothing more annoying than wanting to swap cards with someone and they don't have one. So here's two things to think about. One, have a business card. Two, have your face on the business card because no one's going to remember John Doe after a conference that was three days ago in St. Louis, Missouri. No one remembers John Doe. But with a face and or a website or some kind of link or a QR code, they will absolutely remember who you are. Number two, I used to not know what to do with the back of a business card. I did everything from just the free advertising logos, which is probably a no-go. That's kind of a cheap out to fancy QR codes and shiny crap on the back and different. Here's the deal. Leave the back blank and carry two pins with you at all times at a conference. And when somebody says, I forgot my business card, you go, great. And you pull your business card out and you flip it over on the back that's blank and you can easily write on it with a pen or a pencil and you hand them the pen and you say, would you mind jotting down your name and email? And I'd love to stay connected. Boom. No excuses. You know, all these digital apps and all this kind of stuff, people just aren't there yet in 2022. But hopefully we do get there because they're actually quite cool if you've ever used them where you can scan people's business cards and stuff like that. But it gets messy taking digital notes or trying to remember somebody's address or phone number or email or whatever. We already talked about don't present a deal to somebody right off the bat or any kind of sales pitch whatsoever. Get to know them. Let them talk first. If you are a sponsor, if you have a booth at a conference, please, please don't give out a pin or a koozie. These are crap. Nobody wants them. Nobody needs them. If they do need them, they're going to use the pin. And they're going to toss it in the trash on the way out. They're not effective. If you're trying to raise capital from people and you're asking people for $100,000 checks, you don't want to give them a 10 cent pin and hope that that converts them into liking your company. Give quality gifts. It's always quality over quantity. I promise you that. Giving people five water bottles that are an off-brand is not as great as giving somebody a Fiji water bottle. I guarantee it. That brand subconsciously just resonates with people. Starbucks coffee versus some off-brand. Whatever you give out, spend a little extra money and give out something that's actually meaningful or impactful or useful, something that people aren't going to toss on their way out or leave in the bag at the conference. Those are the only things that are effective. We'll get back to the show in a few minutes, but first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll get some value in learning more about. How are you doing on your goals this year, whether it's planning for your goals or whether it's executing on those goals? I imagine one of them has to do with financial freedom, taking control of your finances. And I can tell you that is a possibility within the next one to three years using a proven system created by my friend, Michael Blanc. He's got the program Deal Maker Mentoring. Here are some of his students who have been in the program and what they've accomplished. Melanie McDaniel, she closed her first 24-unit joint venture deal and is now pivoting to become full-time in the industry. Within five months of joining, Cheryl Groovy from Atlanta, she had a 34-unit deal under contract 
and she partnered with two other dealmaker mentoring students, and together they raised $700,000. And Brian Briscoe, he said thanks to dealmaker mentoring, he had the opportunity to accelerate his timeline and go after much bigger deals than he would have on his own. If you are ready to commit to achieving your dreams this year and you've been thinking about getting into multifamily, well, text the word Joe to 66866. Again, that's the word Joe. You know how to spell my name, right? J-O-E to 66866. Do it right now while it's fresh on your mind and let's get you started with your own syndication business. Deals and money. We are constantly seeking deals and money as real estate investors. And I bet you're having a challenge right now, especially with deals, if you're like most real estate investors, because it's tough to find deals right now. But here's the thing. There's a competitive advantage out there that when implemented, it will help you accomplish your objective of getting more deals and or getting more investors. And that is having a great follow-up system. Having a great follow-up is one of the keys to success real estate and follow-up boss is the leading CRM for real estate. This is the system you need in place so you can reach out to owners and brokers directly for deals or you can follow up with your investors and you do it all in one spot. The CRM makes it 10 times faster to call and text owners then integrates those into a software so nothing slips through the cracks. The follow-up boss conversion system and powerful management tools help align your methods and drive growth that otherwise it could have been missed and probably would have been missed. Go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever to get a system in place. And if you need help, they got you covered. Followup Boss offers experts seven days a week. You can pick up the phone and speak to an actual human being anytime during business hours. Visit followupboss.com forward slash best ever to check out how much time you could save by streamlining your follow-up process. Best ever listeners, they're treating you extra special. You get an extended 30-day free trial twice the length of the normal trial for a limited time, go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever and perfect your follow-up. Here's a great way to start a conversation at a conference. I usually start with something like, hey, my name's Travis. What's your name and what do you do? Something like that. Or, hey, my name's Travis. What brings you here to the conference? Always switch it back to them. And if they're very short and it's just like, hey, I'm Bob, I do real estate, back to them. Hey, Bob, what kind of real estate do you do? Are you in the multifamily space? Are you a passive investor, active investor? What do you do? Keep pushing the ball back. It's like bait. It's a catch. No one wants to hear you talk about yourself. So anytime they pass you the ball, it's hot potato. It's just boom, boom, boom. And then you send it right back to them as fast as you can. You get them to talk. And what you'll find is usually people will start to open up more. Their first reaction might be, hey, I'm Bob, I do real estate. Their second might be, oh, I'm in multifamily, I'm a LP investor, partnered with 14 different people, whatever. And then from there, you start asking about pains and pleasures, and then all of a sudden, hopefully you, you release some excitement, and then they'll really start opening up to you. And psychologically, there is not a lot of better ways to get people to actually resonate with you, to aka like you than to get them to talk about themselves. It's the craziest thing, but it's true. It's just a weird psychological trick. If you just let someone rant and rave and you just sit there and listen for 30 minutes, they will just feel a connection and like you. They know nothing about you. It's the weirdest thing. So I promise it's always in your favor to let people take away the bulk of the conversation and focus on themselves. Plus, if you're active or passive, you're gonna learn so much about the person you may not even be 
talking to the right person. So save your own breath. <laughs> you know, if you're looking to meet passive investors and you ask someone what they do and they say, oh, I'm active and I do house flips and all I ever want to do is house flips and I hate multifamily and I like Bitcoin and you know you're talking to the wrong person. So you don't even have to waste your breath about what you do because it really doesn't matter. You can find a way to kind of scapegoat out of that conversation, hopefully sooner than later. My final thoughts, you guys, I'm a macro level guy. I just can't help it. I always think high level stuff. But my final thought to wrap up this episode is always try to focus on learning something from every person you encounter. That's not all going to be life-changing, but I always try to learn something. And it keeps me probing. That's why. Instead of just being turned off, if I'm looking to meet an active syndicator and I'm talking to someone who's not that, they do CPA work and they've never invested and all this kind of stuff. Instead of me just getting turned off and saying, oh, that's cool, man. Nice to meet you. See you later. I keep asking. It's like, oh, you do accounting? You do CPA work? Do you focus in the real estate space? Because... I know a lot of people that are always looking for real estate CPAs. Tell me a little more about what you do. Do you strategize? Do you help people with proactive planning or just kind of ask for tax forms at the end of the year? Just tell me about your business. And if I can just take away one or two things, I always walk away with value. So in my opinion, it's always worth your time. It's always worth my time to network and mingle with people at these events. After all, you're usually paying hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to be there. So take advantage of it. And you never know where that can lead if you just walk away with 10 new pieces of information and at least one deep-rooted connection. So with that, the more people you know, the faster you'll go. That sounds like a Dr. Seuss quote, but it's not. It's Travis Watts' quote. So thank you guys for being here as always. This is the Actively Passive Investing Show. Have a best ever week. Please reach out on social media, Travis at AshcroftCapital.com. Leave a comment, like, subscribe, all that millennial jargon stuff, and we'll see you next time on the show.